0: Hello and welcome to Gym World Worldwide, the number three fitness business news show. Oh, just business news show in all of Sweden. I am dad here with Mateo Lopez and Coach H.C. J. Ween. Today we're bringing the heat. I was in the subreddit, our personal training, and I saw a post that said that personal trainer question mark. And the post went like this. It said, I've struggled with weight and cardio my whole life. A lot of factors put me where I am. I have my fair share of belly fat. I'm 5'9", 210 pounds, 25% body fat. In spite of this, I've played a lot of sports and I've found a calling in helping people and teaching others. I'm nearly finished with my NASM cert, but I'm worried about my out of shape looking physique affecting my image and ability to get hired slash find clients. When they find out, I look the way I do. Thoughts slash advice. So, boys, do you think that being shredded is essential to being a successful, successful, successful personal trainer? (laughs) A sex, sexful.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can go into like off things, but like, I mean, generally, I would say 100%. I certainly think in this context, right, if you are applying and it's like a luxury gym, let let's just pretend it's like an equinox or like, a, you know, whatever, even a lifetime fitness, right? And there's other personal trainers that are, you know, there and they're all pretty jacked. Yeah, I think um, it could probably be intimidating applying for the the job, right? I do think that uh, it would be hard to say um, if this person will have a successful book of clients in this context or not. Um, But I do think that there is a way to perhaps market yourself as, you know, a more accessible personal trainer, right? A less intimidating personal trainer, because, you know, you look like uh, the typical person who's looking to start a gym for the first start at the gym for the first time. Well, I have a it's question. Like you quick away. though. You said, well, like if this is the guy that's overweight, he's trying for these luxury gyms like Equinox. So you're saying like let the fit people go to Equinox and the overweight mm-hmm. trainers will just go <laughs> do the the shitty gyms? Taylor, that doesn't seem fair. Well, I'm not <laughs> saying it's fair, <laughs> and I'm not saying he shouldn't. This person shouldn't apply. I think you give it a shot and let the, you know, let the, let, let the, the people, decide, it decide, right? baby. let it decide. Right. Um, but I, Did, I, you've I been didn't that, think that like, yeah, they, they might
0: run some, it might be you, tough. You've been in that like studio scene and you coach at all. Like the boutique yep. teams over there. Like I have, can you think of a single trainer that was like out of shape or that you would consider to be like plus size
1: in Manhattan? Absolutely not. There's not one. And I don't care what anyone says. There's not. And if there was one that I could think about, it's at Tales like gem. It was at Bowery. No, I'm just kidding. Shit, it was um <laughs> no, no, it would be like uh someone and it was like one more of like a dance workout kind of deal and they were like had a big ton of energy, but I'm almost positive they hired them to like for like specifically to be like, oh, we're here for everyone. But they were really fun and cool. So I don't know. I mean, I think generally though, in Manhattan, in the boutique world where it's super competitive, everybody's essentially like like essentially model status. I think they actually go for models and then just hope they could teach them how to be trainers. I certainly think in this in, in, in New York City for sure and kind of the world we're in, I think that's totally accurate.
0: What were these every, like? every Soul Cycle class like I've ever been to, like it was legit a model like they just like they're they're advertising as a person's instagram they always have like tens of thousands of followers they're 100% like super good looking now i don't think that
1: doesn't mean that someone like that person in the reddit shouldn't try but i think they will have a more difficult time because it's like hey go for a jog they're like okay i don't know the route can you come with me he's like no i have a heart condition i might die it's like i don't know maybe they should be in shape
0: Mr. Sister Fister 12 offered some pretty good <laughs> advice, said <laughs> oh my God. either become really strong and play it off as being a power lifter, or stop it with the excuses and lose some fucking weight.
1: So I wasn't going to say that was exactly the point. I, not exactly in those words, but that was the point I was going to make was it depends on what we're talking about. We're talking about like out of shape, you know, like powerlifters are pretty big. Weightlifters are often pretty big. You can be really strong and great with a barbell while not looking like you're, you know, uh, an Avengers Marvel superhero. You know what I'm saying? So if you are a trainer who is plus size, but you're really great at teaching strength training, you're very strong yourself. There's no reason why you can't be successful selling that expertise. I agree. But I think that's one of those things that fits into like, that's like not the rule. It's the exception. You know, it's like, if you're like kind of bigger, like the powerlifters and the the Olympic lifters you're talking about. But then right in front of me, you deadlift like 600 pounds for reps. Like, okay, cool. And I'm there for strength. But if you're we're just talking about someone who seems to just be overweight and they're not sure if that's a good idea. So it's like, I don't know. I think it's not a great idea. To your point too, if you're looking for personal training, you're typically looking to lose weight as a, as a customer, right? And you're not First thing, I want to get a personal trainer to get really great at the clean and jerk. So I am going to look no. up this person at Equinox or a luxury gym near me and look for the biggest person there, the biggest and baddest, so I can get freakishly strong. Like I think, yeah, most of the time, yeah, yeah, so so like, people, like, my, my wife's banging the pool boy. I need to look like the pool boy.
0: Plus, yes. ev- every yes. dude I've ever met who deadlifts over 600 pounds... Like absolutely refuses to train Gen Pop and hates it. So like you're yes. ever gonna find oh, somebody so. on like our personal training being like I ripped 600 pounds and I just want to teach people to eat more kale. From their Are
1: face. there any more Reddit comments that like roast these people or not? In terms of like telling them yeah. to lose weight or whatever. Like what did you like? Did Reddit kind of go after them at all or whatever? Whatever you saw that
0: on. I don't think Reddit's in the business of attacking its users, but like every, no, no, every first self,
1: you know what I mean? I mean like the people on Reddit, like were they like, hey buddy, lose weight, you son of a bitch.
0: There were, it was two camps. It was like, hey, if you're so good at learning and teaching this stuff, apply it on yourself and look good. And then the other camp was like, there's this subset of people who prefer someone who doesn't look like a superhero because it's less intimidating. And Teo, I think you know the gym that, like, that's their whole shtick. Yeah, there, I think there is a market for this kind of approachable fitness coach
1: or trainer. Um, there is this gym in Los Angeles that I know of. It's called Everybody. It's a play on words. It's for everybody. But it's also for everybody and everybody type, right, is kind of the idea there. Um, this gym is particularly known for being uh, kind of gender inclusive, you know, people who are perhaps transgender or in the process of transitioning for their fitness, they probably need a certain kind of training, right? Uh, And they need trainers who know how to do that. And so I think there's also a way to kind of frame it if you are like a a plus size person or personal trainer, like, hey, like I have been uh, heavier before and I got moving and I know how to do that. I know what that process is like. I know what that struggle is like. Come with me on this journey. I can help you too. We can do this together. So and so good. I do think there That's is a so way to tell. market it, frame it, and present yourself for that kind of niche, right? I do think there is a deba- uh, there is a market for it. There's a demand for it. There's a niche for it. I don't think yeah. does that Reddit user like fall into this niche? I feel like it's and I don't no. disagree with you, but he's just like, hey, I'm overweight. Do you guys think this will affect my my ability to get clients? It's like absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And and to, to your point, me, To your point, I, I I totally agree there. Yeah, but I'm right, excited so with the, sessions for you, Tao, for sure. You're very good. Yeah, oh, cool, great. Yeah. Thanks, Jay. You have a lot of energy. I mean, you for like a... <laughs> Oh really? We're gonna talk about. We're gonna see. We're gonna see about that. Just a couple minutes here.
0: <laughs> On the flip side of the coin, like I think we're pretty much all in agreement that looking good definitely helps you in the personal training biz. Uh, do you think it matters for gym owners? we've been to conferences before where we have like, you know, there'll be gym owners and coaches there. And I remember once we, we joked together, where like, you could know, you can instantly know which side someone's on just based off of looking at their appearance. And so in general, I would say the average personal trainer is like a magnitude fitter than the average gym owner. Does it matter? As a gym owner, I think it depends on the role you play.
1: I think, uh, like if you're forward facing and you're doing the work and you're the person that everyone's coming to see, I would assume that you're going to have to be a little more like play the part, but maybe if you're not in the front and forward facing, then maybe not so much. But I think regardless, I mean, I-, I think you should just be healthy in general. Like, I don't know why anyone f- would, would want to be overweight. So there are plenty of successful gym owners who are not the most fit. Um, There's even uh, people who have created successful fitness methodologies who are not very fit. But I don't think that, to Jay's point, it depends on the role you're playing. If you're the face of the business and you're selling fitness, you should probably look fit. And if you are the owner, you should probably, if that's the role you play in the gym, yeah, it probably helps to also walk the walk, talk the talk. But there are certain partnerships where you have one person who's the face and you have another person who does the the back-end work, who is running operations. And if that person's job does not ask them to take their shirt off for the sales video, then yeah, it doesn't matter. They need to be necessarily super ripped. And there are plenty of successful gyms with partnerships uh, that kind of have that, that dynamic. John, who do you know of like that?
0: What you're saying is all sounds very easy and sounds very simple. Not actually that simple. So wise. So... Our favorite gym, Planet Fitness, just launched a new campaign for the new year. Let's take a look. Let's see what you think.
1: Rob these little weenies. Not with my low E.
0: Millions are suffering
1: from low energy, commonly called low E. Conga line around the family room? Not with my low E. With my low E? I can't even blow this guy. Why well, live this way? <laughs> Planet Fitness replaces Logie with big, heat, which keeps you energized and glowing all day. Simply join through the free PF app. One dollar down, ten dollars a month. Cancel anytime. DLNs January twelfth. Look at my wieners now. <laughs> So, yeah, as someone who suffers from <laughs> low E, I just want to say that I absolutely love this commercial. For those of you listening, in the commercial, he's he's saying, I can't even blow this guy. He's holding a balloon, At a, a flaccid balloon. You and everyone else is really happy. And maybe, yeah, but yeah. he can't blow. But he says, I can't blow this guy. And I just thought, yeah, very interesting. What's I mean, list? They Planet Fitness problem. ad ri- writers, you know?
0: They know what's going do you, on. Do you know what I found kind of interesting? The uh, YouTube video that they promoted this on has around 30,000 views, mm. zero comments. Well, it sounds like someone over at Planet Fitness HQ decided to turn the comments off for of that video. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. Well, it gives me the option to add one, so it leads me to believe they're just scrubbing it. and Constantly? Interesting. interesting.
1: They just have hundred percent. They're just chewing it up. <laughs> the question <laughs> is, though, like- Delete, 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 tail. why do you- so you have low E, yeah. Diagnosed? E. Do you have mm-hmm. the Planet Fitness app? Did they like? Did you see that? and You're like, this is it for me. Like, this is how I fix this. It's- oh, I've seen it now. I'm going to download it as soon as we hop off here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> on the live. Yeah. Well, the low E it plays onto something deeper at Planet Fitness. So I don't know if you guys, uh, uh, Teo, how much do you know about NASCAR?
1: <laughs> I know a little bit about what was it Ta- De- Talladega, Daytona. I know a little bit about the culture. I know a little bit about the beads.
2: Tell Dega, this is Dega. I just drank a shit ton of beer. This is heaven on earth. Why? This is freedom. Open a cash I'm always it. in on one bottle. But
0: that's all I know about NASCAR. <laughs> well, there's like different there's different leagues, right? There's like the actual cars, and then there's like a big league, and then there's the Bush League, which I think is like actually named after like the Bush beer. And then they have like these trucks, right? That just kinda like race around as well. And so Planet Fitness actually has an official NASCAR driver. This guy named Joey Logan, and uh, here he is. Here's an interview. Logano won this race on the dirt in the cup car last year. Now you're doing double duty in the truck. What are your expectations for this heat race and for tonight's truck race? Uh, your guess is as good as mine on some of it. Uh, I'm watching all these cars pack the track in and how long that moisture stays in there. I, I don't know. The sun's popping back out. And so uh, I think we'll be ready for the track to change even within those 15 laps. I think the track will change some. So we'll watch the first couple and uh, see where we're at and try to get the old Planet Fitness F-150. Into, uh, into the show and hopefully with a good start. So it's cool to drive a truck. It's been a long time I think it's been seven years for me. So it's nice to have Planet Fitness on it and uh, hopefully get a win today It's like riding a bike. You don't forget right Joey. I don't know. Maybe we'll see <laughs> Good luck tonight. Michael, I liked his uh...
1: what's insane is that He's probably contractually obligated to, like mention and say the words Planet fitness a couple times whenever he's like, interviewed like that But like so unnecessary it's on his neck It's on his body. It's on his car. Don't make the man say it too. He's already wearing every single thing. Oh my God, that was wild.
0: His job is to like go with the Planet Fitness truck and wear that outfit. So like when the Planet Fitness opens in like Rensselaer, he goes out front and then all the local residents go and yeah, no, he cuts the... Yeah, the ribbon. exactly. You get your oh, Planet wow. Fitness jersey signed by this guy, and like you know, and he, he's at sign-up memory. I think he had a lot of energy.
1: Is it, that their mascot? Like he's like, this is what you could be. No, yeah, you could see the the like the the e pheromones that just secrete
0: through the suit that he's wearing. Wow. It just goes right into his body. You know. So so yeah. talk about uh, yeah unfit personal trainers. If you look at the Planet Fitness YouTube channel. They have workout videos of this guy. So it's like him and he brings his like two buddies over (laughs) like, you know, and then they just do like a a quick 30 minute plan of fitness workout on the, on the tube for you. And, um, you know, just motivate the people.
1: I wonder how many people like this, is their app follow the same model? Like the price point gym where like, like people just sign up for it and then they just like don't have any app, buddy
0: actually using the app. It doesn't do it justice without, I, I have to give you guys a visual before you can make your comment. Oh, no. The old oh, quad wow. stretch. Standard. <laughs> so there you are. That's that's what it looks like. That's how you get moving with Joey Logano. Also, no comments on that video. <clears throat> so, uh, Planet Fitness has a partnership with Shell, and your uh, if you sign up for a membership, you actually get to save up to fifteen cents a gallon of gas with Shell, and so that's the yeah. other part of the low e. So, Planet Fitness is helping out their members by giving them the gas they need to drive to Planet Fitness. Wow, that's a great what a deal. move. What a power play! But there are some people saying that uh, Planet Fitness does not want its members to show up. Oh, we've That's true. And yeah, yeah, we've is talked that, many there, times. Model. <laughs> is literally their that was my argument. Uh,
1: Mark uh, gave a little bit of pushback, but yes, that's I think generally understood as what the the whole framework, the whole foundation
0: of this is about. So we've talked before about how we think Planet Fitness is a great business model. Um, the Bear Cave, which is a Twitter famous short seller, wrote an extensive short report about Planet Fitness, which said. The Beer Cave has uncovered hundreds of consumer complaints concerning overbilling, fraudulent transactions, excessive fees, and uncancelable membership. The complaint alleges a pattern of misconduct, including customers sending multiple cancellation letters that are ignored, cancellation attempts in person that are ignored, billing being resumed post cancellation, spurious fees. Planet Fitness preventing customers from canceling because they owe a back balance, amongst many other complaints. In addition, the Bear Cave believes Planet Fitness created a fake investor presentation slide to obscure franchisee saturation. After reviewing the evidence, the Bear Cave is left wondering whether Planet Fitness is actually a thriving gym franchise or an illegal billing operation with gyms on the side.
1: Yeah, I gotta say, it's the one reason why I haven't bought a Planet Fitness membership or just any kind of like, big box membership blink is the same thing like my wife had a blink membership for a while like it literally took months and months and months and like letters being written to cancel uh her billing cycle like it just sounds extremely hard to cancel if uh if you want to at any point in the future so that yeah it totally makes sense That's right just remember if they wanted you to cancel or make it easy they'd have it right there on the website they want to make it as difficult as possible <laughs> Yeah. You have to like fax a yeah. letter to a HQ. You have to like find a fax machine first. Yeah. It's insane.
0: Which is funny because two weeks before the short report, Planet Fitness put out uh, this press release being like, hey, we got 1.8 million new members last year. And so like we talked about before on the show, there's about 2200 clubs and they say that's uh, there's 17 million Planet Fitness members across 2200 clubs. And like we did some of the math, and we were like, uh, some of these members appear to be inactive. So, uh, they may just be like inactive, just maybe not going to Planet Fitness, not wanting to go to Planet Fitness, not wanting to pay Planet Fitness, but, uh, Planet Fitness still billing them.
1: What do you think, is it that thing they're like, just like, especially with things we talked about, like them doing like the New Year's Eve billboards and stuff like that. You think their plans like just get so big and so popular that like, even if they get caught in like a class action lawsuit, they're like too big to fail. I don't know if they're going to get a government bailout, but I do think, yeah, they're pretty big. They probably, they probably know and are, I have to assume, prepare for some kind of legal blowback, but yeah. It's a good point, Jay.
0: It's, it's not like they're the only gym chain that's, like, shitty to cancel and hard to deal with. So, like, I don't know if this is unique. I think what the short report was focusing on is that it's, like, so richly valued that the company is just, like, overvalued. Like, like short they miss shit out of them. Right. There may not be as much growth left in uh, the Planet Fitness franchise as some people lead to believe since it's traded at something like 40 times this is not financial advice. Anyone listening and watching, we'll I will say like this guy's got a pretty, pretty good track record. John's uh-huh. so like actually, I'm though. You know. <laughs> I'm shorting stuff, but but like typically when this guy releases a short report, like a stock will drop between like ten and forty percent a day. He drops it depending on how like crazy the accusations are. Planet Fitness still ripping. Everyone was like. Yeah, we know this. like Planet Money literally did a podcast talking about how they don't want their members to show up at Planet Fitness. So like, you know, this isn't something that is like exactly super shocking to the gym world. No,
1: right? I think it's pretty like normal. Like, I mean, even my first reaction, like, I'm pretty sure I took a class in college on business. And this was one of the things we talked about. How to be good at business. Charge people. Don't let them stop or cancel the charges. And also, <laughs> yeah. hopefully they don't actually what if we have someone, someone listening services. to this podcast and they're like, oh my God, I have this problem. What's the best solution? Do they just cancel the credit card? Like, I feel like at that point, I would just go to my credit card company and be like, please don't let these go through anymore.
0: Is that a thing? No, this isn't you a, this is that? financial advice or legal advice. We're just here to talk about the gym world, all right? Planet Fitness right. got 1.8 million members. Some of them want to cancel. Most of who can't, you know? (laughs) And, uh, you know, we'll see see how this plays out. It's probably going to create some nice content for us. So we appreciate you, Planet Fitness, and all the work you're doing. Thank you. To improve the fitness industry. Talking about another large gym chain, LA Fitness has decided they are going to create the Mall Food Court for Fitness Chains. Their new concept called Club Studio Is going to be a 40,000 square foot luxury gym with five different boutique fitness studios in it a Hit One, a Hot Yoga, a Cycling, a Boxing, and a Reform Pilates, paired with a recovery studio and then like all the other gym amenities. What do you think about this, boys? Sounds tight. Sign me up. And For something else, I will never
1: be able to cancel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here is you got all these boutique studios here. You know, this is like your P.F. Chang's. That's Chipotle. Oh, no, not P.F. Chang's. What a Panda Express. This is your Chipotle Sabaro over here. Um, So, yeah, here's CS4. That's the uh, that's like their Orange Theory knockoff. This is Ride. Which is their Soul, soul Cycle, cycle knockoff? This is Box, which is like just the Rumble, Rumble knockoff. Hot Yoga. What's the hot? What's the hot Yoga? Y seven, Y six. Are they hot? Y
1: six. Oh, I don't think. Yeah, hot. it's hot. Oh, Y Y7, seven, is hot.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't. Know. Bikram's out. Uh, Bikram got canceled. Rebound. Yeah. Trampoline fitness. I don't. I don't know of any studio in New York that crushed it doing this. And then reformers. Um. So, and then we go over here, we look at the wellness side, and you got a steam room, a sauna, Whirlpool. There's my infrared. -er. And then eucalyptus towels, a little touch of Equinox, Mm -hmm. and then cryotherapy, which is so out. A
1: million dollars. Yeah, I mean, like, this is cool, but if you're paying, like, a billion dollars a month, I mean, I get it, but- I mean honestly it's a great model. It looks like that right.
0: <laughs> looks like Let's the them. <laughs>
2: 189,
0: bro. That's it? Wow. There you go. Uh, uh is Irvine, it? California. Is that a fancy part of California, Tao?
1: Irvine? Um I think it's like I think it's just Irvine. I think it's just, just like uh, are they gonna just, just mid? yeah, it's just mid. It's just mid. Thank you. Mid is actually really great. uh descriptor for it it's just mid i'm staring with it with these things my friend yeah it's in between la and uh and uh orange county so it's like yeah the very mid good
0: good good use of the word mid. yeah whatever this is like all these things whatever whatever's on this fourth tab i don't even want to enter my information here to get to this fourth tab yeah um Uh, i think it could be cool i mean this looks like essentially from what i remember
1: like Boston Sports Club, New York Sports Club, they had like their cycling room, they had like a like a fit, like a hit room, they had a yoga studio. This just looks like a high-end version of it and they're trying to cash in on the success it looks like obviously boutique has had. Except like are they going to draw the like the talent away from these other boutique places like cuz they could pay well maybe cuz they're a bigger brand. That would I would be interested in. I think it, if like are they going to pull the talent and instructors there? I think that would be a big one. Yeah. So I'm interested to see uh, if that's going to be successful or it's like just going to be another chain and it's just like hype. And then people are going to sign up and then they're going to leave eventually and not be able to cancel anything. And they'll be fighting them in court for months. 189 sounds cheap for all that. That's shocking to me. Like not even the 200 yeah. mark. Like that sounds super. Well, I guess they have a big place, right? So they're figuring like they do like kind of almost like a price point at this point for that would be a price point, I'd say, for a luxury gym, like 189 So maybe they're doing like the price point of a luxury gym would be interesting to study. Yeah. What's interesting about this is, you know, this kind of, and, and I don't know how real this phenomenon is. I'd have to like look into it a bit more, but people have been uh, like Fit Inside and other outlets have been writing about this idea that like for a while there, people, if they had a gym membership, it was like to a big box gym, like a Planet Fitness, like a like a Lifetime, like a Blink. And then as like boutique kind of grew in popularity, you'd sometimes keep your old global gym one just in case you wanted to use the pool for swimming or for the sauna. But then you are also buying a Soul Cycle membership or a CrossFit membership or a, a boot camp or a Barry's boot camp or you were buying a boutique thing. And then supplementing perhaps with still like a global gym membership. Or maybe you're getting rid of it, or maybe you're doing both. And then with the pandemic, now you're also introducing this kind of at home elements, right? You're using maybe an app or you're using a connected device. And now it seems like these big box players are saying, No, why can't we just offer all of the stuff that people are like
0: buying? uh, I think it's a hundred dollar price points where like gyms go to die. It just seems right. I thought LA Fitness was kind of around that like seventy nine dollar uh, price point for their their old studios. And It seems like every everyone's either going like Planet Fitness like twenty bucks a month and just making it really hard to cancel, or like trying to get up to two three hundred. In order to do that, you got to offer something that like is a little more than just equipment rental. So some people go like big amenities, swimming pool, pickleball, all this kind of crazy stuff. And then the idea of doing all this studio stuff is great. Like I don't think they have a ton of clarity as to you know, how many classes you're going to get. But I I, I would guess it's probably going to be a decently stacked
1: uh, schedule. So the other thing too, though, it's like what I remember from Boston Sports Club when I was up there, it was like you had to pay your monthly membership. But then if you wanted to take like cycling classes or something, you had to pay extra. For So maybe
0: that's what they're not promoting there. Because 189 just seems way off. I didn't see anything where they were talking about upselling for the classes, but it looked like they were uh, upselling for the recovery. So if you want to cryo, that was going to be 200 bucks a month. And then if you want to go into like the recovery studio with all the plunges and pools and stuff, that was going to run you another 159 or sorry, 59.
1: Maybe that's how they're assuming. Maybe if they like get these people to up their membership, like per person from that stuff, it'll cover the 189 or something. But like how many, because everyone at the beginning, you know, it's like one of those things. It's like, oh, recovery, I'm going to use this all the time. And you go like once a week to the gym anyway, you maybe use a cold plunge once or twice, and then you don't even go to the gym anymore. And then you can't cancel. We know the grind.
0: They also choose like the least trendy option. Like cryo is so out. Cold plunge. Pretty sure
1: cryo is out of business. Everyone, I, every cryo place I know is out of business right now.
0: No more cryo studios exist. They're like sizzlers. They're just all gone yeah it's like as in the cold plunge
1: people came in and they were like you could just sit in a bucket
0: (laughs) (laughs) just just
1: sit (laughs) in ice bucket right it's (laughs) Get a really cold tub the other thing that was from the article that you sent john about this uh la fitness boutique studio thing um lifetime was cited in the article and i didn't know about this they have all these different concepts they have UltraFit, which is an in-house metabolic conditioning program, they also have something called Alpha, which is like Olympic weightlifting, they call it, and then they have this new thing <laughs> called GTX. And if you watch the videos for these things, they're all just like UltraFit, looked like a, kind of like a Orange Theory kind of knockoff, and then GTX very much just like crossfit without the barbell you had like true form looking assault uh true form looking treadmills in the video you had assault bike looking things in the video you had the foam box jumps and then yeah in the alpha class it literally was just they were just doing a crossfit class it was just like deadlifts and burpees and box jumps and it was wild to me that they had all these offerings plus like yoga plus like you know probably probably a trampoline one i didn't find it but probably something like that (laughs) <laughs> and it was just so wild to see, like these really awesome-looking studios offering essentially a version of CrossFit or Orange Theory or Olympic lifting, and you don't have to go anywhere else anymore. You just go to Lifetime. <laughs> What's interesting, thing. Well, I I remember like I used to do like CrossFit workouts with my old roommate in a Boston sports club, right? No, before it was like a thing, and I remember like and then getting into CrossFit and going through the journey of it. I remember being like people stopped going to these big box gyms and started doing CrossFit stuff because it was like one place, but it was a workout that was effective. And it's almost like going full circle where it's like, now people are like, actually, we could put all, like, you go CrossFit, then you have your Soul Cycle membership, you have your yoga membership. And they're like, well, guess what? New idea. We could put this all in one place. And it's like, you know, what's old <laughs> yeah. is new. So, like, I just feel like this is just a marketing gimmick and it's going to just wind down. Send, I don't know. I feel like it's not going to be that great. It's just, people are going to go find the stuff they
0: want. They have three signature trampoline classes. Like what, how much variance, what is the governing body for trampoline fitness instructors? And, and what do you do for three different trampoline classes? This is my question. Yeah.
1: No, that's a good, we have to do a next, Wait, set, you mean like next three different, you mean like three different, like you can like there's hot class, there's high class, there's bounce class. And then this James oh, Styles a
0: trampoline. It house. House. Yeah. They said yes. they have they they have three three pro- <laughs> yeah three proprietary trampoline workouts. What's proprietary
1: about? It's got to be the I don't know. You ever see some of those videos on Instagram though? Those people like going at it like a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, and then they yeah. fake the horses under them. That's always a solid Instagram <laughs> one. Well, yeah, I guess the last thing I want to say is just, we've covered it a bunch of times and I'll say it one more time, you know, strength training is in, everyone's got a strength training concept. Uh, This, I think this, uh, yeah, you've got sculpt and strength training. That's all you really need to succeed in the fitness industry these days. So yeah. Well, it's interesting, right? Because you guys have talked about this on the, uh, on this show and other shows in the past and it's like all the data is like strength. But these other big box, it's like, are they just out of touch? Because it seems they're adding, like, all the hit stuff back in. Like, not even, like, good hit with weights. Like, so it's like, what data are they using? It's just interesting.
0: I think if you're just LA Fitness, like, that was something I wrote here was that they just chose, like, all the wrong trends. They're just, like, two years behind. They're like, we're going to go hard on cycling and (laughs) yoga and cryotherapy (laughs) and trampoline workouts. That's going to be the new thing that's going to drive all the hip people. We're like, we're we're deep. We're committed. We're going to make this cutting edge thing. And then when it kind of like turns the gears and you get through the California build process, like this thing comes up and it's like, dude, like half of these concepts aren't cool anymore. Like, what are you guys doing? I had a similar
1: thought from the article. There's a section where it's like the boutiqueification, right, of the big box gyms. I was like, I thought boutique fitness is like kind of... Yeah, Soul Cycle is not as tight. Berries, not as tight. Like, you know, all these concepts, not as cool. It's all about, I don't even know what it's about, sculpts and uh, cold plunge. I think that's all it is. Yeah. Mexquas squats and cold plunge.
0: Speaking of sculpt, virtual reality fitness app FitXR has added two fitness workouts to its studio lineup it's combat yeah. and sculpt. There you go. So, so what do you what do you guys think about doing your sculpt and combat classes uh, in the metaverse here?
1: Can you uh, can you go to the uh, the website FitXR? Can you scroll <laughs> down to the uh, trainer section? Just scroll down a little bit. Okay, so scroll a little bit to the right. <laughs> oh wait, there we are. So first of all, plus size trainer teaching sculpt. Just wanted to put that out there. Scroll to the right a little bit for me. Okay, so Billy. Is the guy teaching combat? And now, look, I love that we've got different kinds of people training different kinds of concepts. But do you want the guy who lost his leg to teach you combat, or do you want the guy who wow.
2: has limbs
1: to teach you combat? <laughs> wow! <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, do you want <sighs> to? Wow! Learn That's not you know what the guy You're who not didn't wrong. keep all your limbs in <laughs> combat. Or or and I could be wrong. This is someone He's who's a actually real been, be, agent, been in the <laughs> shit, actually been in the shit, and knows how. Well, maybe I lost leg, but I fucking survived. You know what I mean? So maybe I do want to learn combat from him. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I was hoping Jay might be able to. Well, give me some I clarity. think I think you're drawing like more of an apples to oranges thing because like regardless, I know what you're trying to say, but like it's like. But regardless, whether he lost the leg or you want the guy to be like, well, I didn't lose any leg some way better in combat, but he at least he was in combat. The trainer who's out of shape and like literally don't forget, we're not talking about out of shape and blood. We're talking about like overweight, like obese, right? Like they've never clearly been in the combat of training because they don't, they're out of shape. Like that guy has one leg and is in more in shape than the, the lady right there. So it's like, uh, that's how I feel about it. Billy is... Wow. So I I think it's apples and oranges, and I think you're pretty much saying you hate veterans. Well, I'm not even going to say he is one. I'm just... I'm no, <laughs> a real estate, estate agent. Say, <laughs> it did that. Yeah, I think he's a real estate agent. But I just, yeah. just want to say, I don't know if I want to learn VR combat from someone who lost a limb. I want to know oh, from someone sorry. who's kept all the limbs,
0: but well, that's well, just my... Like, that when, when, when you were saying that, I thought for sure we were going to click on this and like... Billy did, like, three tours, and then, like, he lost his leg doing this, like, combat thing, and he was fighting off 50 people. it's just like, Billy likes bike riding and weightlifting. <laughs> right. He's got a can-do attitude, and he sells real estate in New York. I was like, what? <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was his combat resume? That was the best one they could find?
1: <laughs> now, if he uses it, honestly, of course, I, I, I will rescind everything I said. If he had, if, you know, if he did lose it out there, that's, of course. Let's talk about this. Let's say they're just trying to, like, you know, show people that maybe are, like, you know, adaptive athletes, as they call them in the crossfit world, that, like, yeah, like, and you don't have to have, like, whatever. But, like, um, I just got, I got real, hold on, come back to me on that one. I just (laughs) lost my train of thought. I got real confused. (laughs) Come back to to me. Come back to me. Come back to me. (laughs) um but yeah so all anyway
0: people have crazy does it do all these people no it, yeah okay this guy scuba dives. <laughs> no there's one who's just like if you go back to the
1: bios go go to the beginning there's one that's just like um high energy marathon runner dog lover it's like dude what <laughs> the fuck like what is this who is this for who are you are you yeah, trying to make you think this, that they're real people and they're like ai generated yeah but what's isn't this there? Like what you were saying though in the beginning, it's like, maybe that stuff is their version of making these people more approachable, right? Like they also 100% is what it is. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Of course. I'm, I'm, I'm an asshole. I have. Yes. Yes, of course. That's what it's about. Yes, of course. Like all it's for everybody. You know, we got this person here. We got that person. We got Billy, the real estate agent. And we got what's her name? The dog lover. Like everyone can come and hang out in the the world world of VR because it's fake. It's not real. You can just do whatever you want. Speaking of billing issues. So I was reading up on this. And you know where the billing issues happen here, which is like a whole other thing I never thought about. It's not with, obviously, FitRx, from what I know. Or XR, sorry. It's with the Oculus subscription. People's Oculus is what? Doge Dogecoin? Yeah, they they won't won't load because their payment processing apparently isn't that great. So they'll just be locked out of their virtual fitness, which is funny to me because we've been talking about billing issues. That was my other question, right? You have a lot of like you ha- you talked about the Wii Sports before. Now it's with VR. And you're like doing boxing with VR, and like you had. I think there's a boxer who like partnered with Gold's Gym to do like VR boxing. When like, does everyone have it? Like, I don't have a VR set, John. I don't think you have one, Jay, do You have one? No. And they're expensive. Like the full rig. Who has one? Like who uses so... this stuff? No, no, I don't the know. One's like four. 250, right? The, the course There's a mini water cheap right? but that battery is kind of or whatever but oh okay.
0: shit it's like four or five hundred dollars
1: like who else There's more specs. i don't i mean i may maybe the expectation is eventually they'll be cheap enough where everyone I, has yeah, it in their eye but like this is, i don't know what's happening mm-hmm. i think it, we're at a point and you guys have talked about this on the podcast before because i'm an avid listener especially when i'm in sweden is that <laughs> um that, that, that Especially, I think it's like you say AI, you say like VR or augmented reality, and you just get VCs to give you money. And I think that this is going to go under in like three months, but they're going to get a big payday from VCs and be like, whoops. And I think this is
0: just an absolute ploy
1: to get money. Not business advice, but that's my opinion.
0: It says there's 15 million of these that have been sold, the Oculus. So even if every Oculus member signed up for FitXR... They're still not on that planet fitness grind, you know? Right. Mm. No way, dude. I mean, that's a
1: huge like. If the great things about anything fitness related or even business related in general and user friendly stuff is like less friction points. I mean, you're like, you need to have that whole headset. That's great point. To just even use my app, and Billy's sit, <laughs> like by himself and no one in the room because no, no one has a damn Oculus. Like, it's just a funny a concept. Men are- I had a member with a pretty sweet VR setup, but it's it's like a whole room in New York. His entire office, he had cameras in all corner. He had like big boy stuff, stuff, and it was cool. It was cool to shoot zombies, but it's just like, bro, like you're talking about friction points. This is just such a weird way to get people to work out. Like, well, You had Ty Bo, You had Billy Blanks. Like you had a DVD where you just do this and just follow the guy and do this. Like I just don't. Yeah. Maybe I'm old. I think they're trying to cash in on the new tech and VCs will throw money at any of this AR, VR stuff. And I think that's all that is.
0: These people raised $7.5 million in the middle of 2020. So they just nailed their timing.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. Came out, they're like, everyone's at home. They'll be at home for the rest of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <right? laughs> Meanwhile, now everyone's just like, like what the gym numbers have, uh, attendance like in-person gym numbers have like uh exceeded pre-pandemic levels yeah. now it's like yeah. everyone don't
0: want like to play like wee boxing yeah let well, right down right yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah i dude, there's a real if you want to see what it looks like it's like i said there's on youtube if you type in this company there's like a whole like subculture i guess of people video recording themselves with like a picture in picture of what the screens, what they're seeing, sure. what they're doing. And they're in like a dark Falling over couches. Yeah, they're like, a, <laughs> no, but not even. they're like in a dark basement by themselves. And you're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> I get it.
0: <laughs> it says they got like almost eighty employees on LinkedIn. What are the, what do all these people do? It's just no Mateo has- with different types of mustaches and facial <laughs> hair. Let's see. Head ca- the median the median tenure is one point six years, and the headcount is down eleven percent in six months.
1: So pretty much everyone since they opened two years ago, they've been firing people and losing money. Got it. <laughs> Takeaway for gym owners. Strength training is hot, sculpt is hot. Uh boots, teams, I guess, are hot again, but just be in person, uh teach meg squats and Stay out of the VR, you know, and also let people cancel if they need to. Just let them cancel. Okay, it's fine. You don't have to hold their credit card hostage forever and get a class action lawsuit. Yeah, I'd say that's a good wrap up right there for sure. I mean, it's like people want fat butts so they could be in person with fat butts with other people. With but maybe fat not fat butts. personal trainers. Fat, maybe not. Just red generally in this area. I know you can't see my hands. But like lean everywhere else and then make him lift some weights and double down on your in-person skills. And I think that's that's what you should do. And I mean, the big thing is, I would say a takeaway for me as a current gym owner, and this is something I heard from a mentor that I've used before. And I think it's terrific, especially with CrossFit gyms, which is similar to what these big box gyms are doing. They're bringing everything in. It's like, do less. If you're a CrossFit gym, don't add yoga, don't let the nail CrossFit. Be really good at CrossFit. Be really good at nutrition and do those two things exceptionally well and don't do things that you're not in the profession of. So I think that would be the other. Like Don't get wrapped up of trying to compete with this because it's a bad idea. Slight pushback. Tubs are cheap. Maybe. So kind of dump tubs? ice in them. Right now it's fucking cold. I so do if you have, can offer cold plunge. I do have an offer plunge. Barrel. I do have a cold plunge barrel. Now I'd say the only friction point there is like, do you have an ice machine? Cause then people have to like, bring like 30 bags of ice from the store with <laughs> them. Yes, so yes. no, no, that's the friction point I ran into. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. So your boy was cruising TikTok when this video was served to be.
2: I became a certified personal trainer. And only 10. 10- Whoa, hold up. I promise this is not another ad by Issa that they've been sponsoring to put on your For You page endless amount of times in the past few weeks now. Hi, y'all know me as Beefcake Brina. I have a bachelor's of science in kinesiology, specifically in fitness and sports. And on top of that, I am a personal trainer and online coach. Now I got the NASM certification. However, I highly regret it because of their outdated information. It continues to be scientifically outdated and ISSA is not that much better in my opinion. And here's why. It's open book and it's not timed and free retests are available. So you can legally take someone's fitness and health into your own hands with just those conditions. That's a little bit concerning, and this just proves how easy it is to get a personal training certification, which is why after my NASM certification, that really didn't teach me how to be a good coach, and on top of that gave me a lot of scientifically outdated information, I got a four-year degree specializing in this specifically instead. If you want to become a personal trainer and you want a better recommendation, here you are.
0: All right, so we got two things to unpack there. Allegation number one is uh, the ISSA is paying a bunch of influencers to shield their certification. Is that good marketing or sus? And the second piece is, do certifications matter when it comes to making money in the fitness industry? Good marketing, yes. Is it sus? Also, yes. Usually, good marketing is. What was the
1: second question? Do certifications matter? Certainly not in this industry. I don't think. When I was applying for personal training jobs out of college, like I think you like, I think it was Equinox or one of the other ones. They're like, "Are you certified?" No. Yes, I am. Or I had the CrossFit Level One. Like, no, you have to do our cert. Like, it's all their own certs. You know what I mean? Like, it's and you have to pay for it usually. This industry is not regulated at all. There's no there's no large overseeing body, and no, none of these certs matter that much. I think some of them you can learn some things for sure. But yeah, I think credentials are uh yeah, yeah not I mean, that. I know people I agree with Teo for sure. I think I I mean specifically pertaining to even fitness, it's like I know people that have like literally collect certifications and they're just like still they're not that personable. They don't know how to apply it in a real situation. And it's like so it sounds good. I would say if you can match certifications with practical skill and experience, that wins a lot of the time. But just certifications, I'm not that impressed by them. Because then mostly people will talk to me like, like they they try to use the biggest words and I watch them and they're like, oh, and the, duh, blah, blah, and the tr- continuum transfunction are in your hip. And I'm like, dude, this dude just wants to know how to like, not, how can he squat without his hip bothering? I'm like, just tell him to do X, Y, Z. So I think certs are almost like a... Like a like ivory tower fitness in that sense, like it's just so they can make they could tell everyone how smart they are. I don't I don't think they're that useful. I think you can certainly learn some things, and I think it is kind of helpful from like a marketing perspective. You go to your coaches, buy on all of them have like these certs, but yeah, the learning. I mean, the CrossFit Level One is like a weekend. You know, it's like you're not getting practical training, like training, learning that takes a long time, right? Think about how many influencers on TikTok kill it and they have probably zero certification. They're just like do Romanian deadlifts to your butt and they give them a program like and they're not certified and they're super successful. So it's like as they got that social proof. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really think it is. I mean, granted, do if you learn more, is it better? 100%. But I think to John's question, like, is it necessary? Clear, like just by evidence. Clearly, it's not Right at least on, like, the social media and stuff.
0: I probably hired, like, 50 uh, trainers and coaches in my career. And I can say, like, one, more certifications is not indicative of, like, a better coach. And two, if I had the option between someone with, like, few certifications but, like, good people skills and, like, had a decent understanding of the importance of accountability versus someone who had a lot of certifications and maybe was a little more, like matter-of-fact and direct and heady and talk to big words, I'm going to take the person with the great personality 10 times out of 10.
1: I, often I've seen this in CrossFit gyms that I go to just, like, as a client. Like, you'll have certain coaches who they'll just, like, get back from a weekend doing some Oleith cert or some palatine thing and then just, like, start... They just want to share how much they learn, so it's just spitting stuff at you and like words like to your point, Jay, like yeah. The trans what do you what do you say? The all these things. Already? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Dude, where's my car? <laughs> Dude, <where's> my car? <laughs> or, what was the uh what, what was the one in Back to the Future? The why, what was it called? The um the flux capacitor. Power part. Flux capacitor, right? Yeah. The flux capacity, you have to roll out your flux capacitor, yeah, yeah. right? You have to engage your... Yeah, and they're like, yeah, your so... Hip, and then your sling line of your fascial does this, and then this is why your shoulder and your pinky hurt. It's right. Like, and it's dude, like, I'm dude, trying, I don't, don't know. Not. Like, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> it, it shows me almost when I see that, and I, I, it's like one of those things that raises a red flag for me. I'm like, this dude, said, and like, or girl, like, they say that. That's like a personality thing. That's a whole separate conversation. But like... You're just doing that to let that person know how much more you know. You're not in my eyes exactly. more than often than not. You're not there to help them. You're there to literally let essentially throw some big at them, you know? Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, you're flexing on yeah. about it. Like how much like and this poor, poor lady, all I, I just really want to like lose some weight. So maybe full circle you have the yeah, a like, that weight might be right though. Who's like is a normal person who maybe is the more personable person. So maybe it's so like I get the cert But yeah, so who knows? I think it. I don't know. I agree. I don't think certs are that important. All right, we got consensus on something. Yay! Continue education is though, right? Continue to learn your craft and learn things. That is important, right? And sometimes you do that by going to weekend certs or whatever. That that is important. But yes, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean yes. I don't think it's automatic. More certs, better trader. That that's i that's what I think. Is I think you're right. Like, be educated. Go get your stuff for sure. Learn, learn, learn. But like, just because you go through a list and it's like this person has three hundred letters after their name and this person has like CrossFit L one, doesn't like that doesn't mean anything.
0: Same thing with experience. So there's so many people we would come across where it's like I've been coaching for 15 years and they were just dog shit. And it's like such a mentorship based thing. Like if you just had like shitty mentors that you learn from. It's just such a like trade industry, right? Like you have to learn from somebody who is good or else you're just going to do like the bad thing over and over and over and over again. And someone told so, you, I think you
1: were good, yeah.
0: You you, you have a, a little bit of a predicament in your gym, right? Where it's like personal trainers are trying to decide whether it should be like a standardized price or like different prices, right?
1: It's come up before, right? Because literally it's based right off of this, right? They're like, well, if I take this client They have, I have this much certs. I have this, 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 but I get charged with someone, but I'll get paid the same as someone who's like, I'd only two years of experience. But I'm like, I've watched both of them do sessions. And it's like, are you going to get that? Are you like, does that mean you're going to get the other person more results? Like, no, And it's like, but it's an interesting question for me. It's like, do I charge more? But then it's like, does it create like a hierarchy in my gym? And then it's like, then it becomes like not as much as a team unit. I think it would break down that uh, community aspect more than anything. But it is like I watch it and it's like, well, this guy gets these people results just as good as you, but you have more certs. So like, what's the difference in the pay? And we do charge a good amount. So it's not like they're ma- they're making like... Pretty good regards to the industry, if not in the top one percent for what we charge for our private. So it's like they're all making good money, but they're like, "Well, I would charge this if I was private." I'm like, "Okay, well, I don't know what to tell you."
0: I asked this in the two brain group to see what the general, um, what the what the general consensus was, and almost everybody charges the same rate. There were a couple of people who said uh, we have like the standardized rate because we offer training as like a membership. But if we have somebody who's like an all-star or like so in demand, we'll allow them to raise their rates and kind of like sell their own thing, but keep a similar split to what we, what we currently offer. And I thought that was an interesting solution if you have like a coach who's like super full and super booked and, and wants- Yeah, if they're, if they're yeah. sold out or booked up, 100%. I think that, that's valid. So we're all in agreement, standardized pricing for the most part and certifications don't really matter that much, but self-improvement, does wow thanks for tuning in to gym world we'll see you next week
2: blood is rushing into your muscles and that's what we call the pump your muscles get a really tight feeling like your skin is going to explode any minute you know it's really tight it's like somebody blowing air into into your muscle it just blows up